0: Right. It has nothing to do with you in particular, and it could have everything to do with their values or it could be have everything to do with their philosophies, which were formulated even before you got there. And instead of just hoping to achieve what's important to us, we choose to become a more optimized version of ourselves to make it happen. We're not just A players. We are A plus players. And we are the source of consistent output that makes positive advancements in the world around us. How to handle opposition at work. What do you do if someone disagrees with with you and you want to argue your idea or argue your point, but you want to do it professionally, right? Invariably, whenever I upload new videos on my channel that talk about speaking, articulation, how to handle relationships at work, Once in a while, I get questions like this, the one below that ask, what do I do if my boss opposes my ideas or what do I do at work? If I have an opposition to my ideas, what can I say? So in this video, I want to share with you some very powerful techniques on how to handle opposition at work. But before I give you those techniques, before you can understand how to implement those techniques, you must first understand why people disagree in the first place. And I'm not talking about some surface level reason, oh, they disagree because they don't see eye to eye, or we disagree because they want to do it a different way. That's the surface level reasons why we disagree. But I'm talking about the under the surface level, the essence, the real reasons why people disagree. Because when you understand this, the principles of disagreement, shall we say, when you understand the principles of disagreement, then when I go on to give you the techniques on what you can do and how you can handle opposition at work, then those techniques will be valuable to you. Let's face it, you're in the workplace, you're working for a company and you want to be a leader. You want to grow your career. It's important to develop skills for consensus. So what do i mean by that it's important because it is a skill to be able to get consensus to buy into your ideas to take into consideration your recommendations to acknowledge what you have expressed right that is building consensus when you build consensus in the workplace it means you have now allies you have advocates that are working for you they know like and trust you so it really is a skill set to build a consensus in your work environment right so as i mentioned before It's important, first of all, before I get into the techniques to understand the fundamental reasons, the essence of why people disagree in the first place. Right. So there are three reasons, right. Three reasons why we have disagreements in the first place. Reason number one is disagreement over determining factors. Right. What are determining factors? When I say determining factors, I'm referring to factors from within. Right. And the first key determining factor is personality. Right, personality. Everybody has a different personality and really in the workplace there's essentially four different types of personalities that you will encounter right and every team member every boss supervisor manager right may have different personalities and that is a determining factor right so if you want to learn more what are the four personalities that I'm talking about right then I invite you to click this video up here there's going to be a link to a video and that is where I talk about the four key personalities in the workplace and how you can communicate with them effectively, right? So that's for you. And personality is really the first determining factor, right? Personalities cause disagreement. The second determining factor are things like philosophy, philosophy, personal philosophy, which therefore translates to the philosophy they have at work, right? Philosophies are the belief systems that people might have. They are the things that people believe of what should be done, right? What is the right course of action? Belief in terms of which direction that we should take that is more contributive, right? That is more valuable in the marketplace. Those are belief systems, beliefs about money, beliefs about how we can elevate as a company. What does it mean to create more profits, profit? What does success look like for our organization or in our industry? Those are beliefs and that formulates philosophy, right? So that is Two, like the two in terms of philosophy and personality, those are determining factors, right? So the first reasons, the first fundamental reasons why people disagree are disagreements over determining factors, right? I mentioned that philosophy is a determining factor and this really is key. I want to spend a little bit more time on that because philosophy really guides beliefs and it guides and therefore when it guides your beliefs, the beliefs guide actions. Right. So, what are the individual philosophies that you're dealing with here? Because let me give you a, a, a concrete example. It could be that depending on a, a, a per, an individual's philosophy that you're dealing with that disagrees with you, it could be that they're defending their actions, they're defending their thoughts, they're defending their stance, because if according to their philosophy, they might be defending their identity. If their beliefs and their philosophy is tied to who they are right and that runs really deep so it is really fundamental for you to understand well is it a disagreement based on determining factors the second fundamental reason why people disagree is disagreement over information and this means that it could be that they didn't have all the information right they did not understand or they did not hear your perspectives they did not hear your point of view and in this case It could be because of limiting factors like for example they were not privy to that information or it could be limiting depending on language differences right or it could be inclusion factors that therefore the information was not readily available or equally available to everyone in question right so if it is simply a disagreement of information If that is the reason, then it is knowledge that for some reason, language, be it language, limiting factors or inclusion criteria, that they did not have the information and they did not hear your point of view. And the third reason why people disagree, the third fundamental reason why people disagree is a disagreement over values. And this is where people hold different values that causes them, that results from them choosing or preferring the alternative over to yours. And values really come from one's upbringing. It really comes from one's external programming. It really comes from one's experiences in life as well. And it really runs deep, right? When someone holds something valuable over another, it really determines how they act. It also has an influence on their belief systems. It also has an influence right back to philosophy, right? And all those determining factors that I shared with you about values come from what they perceived that they were missing or what they perceived was a void that they've experienced early on in life. And it really extends through all arenas of life, not just professional life. Of course, in the workplace, we're just talking about the professional environment, but one's values really integrate throughout all arenas of life. So that really is a core, one of the core fundamental reasons for disagreement is when we have a disagreement on values. So now you understand the three fundamental reasons why there are disagreements in the workplace. Now let's get to the how-to. What do you do how do you handle these disagreements how do you manage them when it comes to managing opposition at work whether or not they're opposing to your ideas your proposals your projects your strategy it doesn't matter just opposition when it comes to handling opposition what i like to do what i call a three-pronged approach three-pronged approach i like to recommend this to my clients the first prong like there's three prongs the first prong is internal right when you're about to handle it the internal Right. Three prongs. The first one is internal, which means that don't take it personally, because I just outlined. I just finished outlining the three reasons why people disagree and they're very fundamental. And a lot of those reasons, if you can if you can go back, if you need to listen to it again, you'll see that they have nothing to do with you. Right? It has nothing to do with you in particular, and it could have everything to do with their values, or it ha- could be have everything to do with their philosophies, which were formulated even before you got there. Or it could be form- it could be a disagreement over information, in which case it is about access or understanding, right? So then that is the first pronged approach: is internally, don't take it personally, because maybe it was not about you. The second prong is external. Now this is up to you taking ownership of this solution to the problem of disagreement. This is about figuring out what is the root cause of that disagreement. And I just gave you the three reasons why they disagreed. So this is about you understanding what was the root cause. So that's the second prong. You go internal, external, and the third prong is now strategy, which means what's the strategy now? On moving forward. And once you've identified the root cause, you removed yourself from that, not to take it personally. Now it's about strategy moving forward because you need a solution. Things cannot stay the same the way they are, right? Things cannot stay the same. You cannot afford to leave it the way that they are. You cannot afford that if you want to elevate yourself in the organization, if you want to become a leader, if you want to make a difference, if you want to really contribute to your fullest potential then you cannot leave things the way they are. So that's why the third prong is now the proposal. What's the strategy that you're going to propose moving forward to move up, move forward from this opposition? All right, so now I'm going to give you the tactics on what to do. When it comes to disagreement over determining factors, it really takes some time to resolve. It really takes time, takes time to understand the situation a little bit more in terms of how the how the determining factors are exhibited in your particular situation. So that is why it, it really is the beyond the scope of this video because there is no one size fits all. But if you're somebody who is serious about being having the equipment, having the skills, being equipped and having the thinking process and understanding how to be able to overcome disagreements by, from determining factors every time it comes up, then I invite you to book a call with me. Below this video in the description, the first link in the description below is a link for you to book a call with either myself or a member of my team. And this is for you to come into my coaching program where I'm going to give you some tailored solutions on what you can do, what you can say, and how you can have the skill sets. And I'm going to help you to master the skill set to overcome these oppositions so that you can truly illustrate the value of what you have to bring and therefore elevate yourself into leadership in your particular industry. So if you're somebody who is serious about this, right? not curious, but serious about taking your communications and your handling of oppositions to the next level, then I invite you to book a call and I'll see you on the inside. So now on to the second scenario. If after determining the reason for the disagreement and you find that it is a disagreement over information, right, then there are some clear steps you can do. Step number one, the first thing you want to do is create some sort of environment, a regulated environment, where both sides can agree to take turns listening to the other side. And this is really important because you want to be able to listen to each other. It's a disagreement over information in the first place, which means that one of the sides or both sides did not have access to the information. And it could be, again, inclusion factors, right? it could be a language misunderstanding, it could be any of the above. So that's why you want to create this environment where both sides agree, there's agreement to take turns listening. And when you create this environment, and when both sides are there, start with the side who vehemently disagrees. Which one is the disagreeing party, right? Start with them. They go first in terms of sharing their viewpoints. And then step number two, find all the agreements, right? And say, find all the agreements and literally verbalize it, right? It could sound like this. Okay, we agree that this, okay, we agree here, And we agree that this needs to happen. We agree that this is the next step for moving forward. So literally find all the agreements and write them out. If you have a a, a flip chart, that would be great. If there's someone taking notes, that's great. But literally record and state and find all the agreements. That's step number two. Then step number three, now it's time to, what are all the points of disagreement? Find them. What are all the points of disagreement? And write them out visibly as well for both sides to see if possible, right? So then you move from agreement first, disagreement next, after, of course, you've had an agreement to share with each other. And after you have found all the disagreements, step number four is now to ask clarifying questions about the alternative point of view. Somebody has the alternative point of view. There's someone went first in terms of, here's what I think we should do next. Here's the plan of action. And then there's a disagreeing party. Right? So whoever is the alternative point of view, ask the other person, the other side will ask clarifying questions about it. Because sometimes it's just about what did I not receive? What information did I not have access to? What information did I misunderstand? And when you go over that, you might even find, and again, eight, eight times out of 10, it could be that there was no disagreement after all. There actually was no disagreement and that both parties were actually saying the same thing right so that is the that is sometimes the beauty of a disagreement over information because when you carry out these steps that it really does uncover where the d- disagreement was if at all the third scenario after you have really uncovered the root cause of the disagreement. Let's say the third scenario is true and it becomes a disagreement on values. If it is a disagreement on values, the first thing you got to do, step number one, is to really uncover the underlying values that led to their alternative point of view. What were the underlying values? Because let's face it, if you want to be able to be promoted into leadership or you want to be perceived as a leader in this industry or with your expertise, then you cannot sell yourself. You cannot uh, illustrate your value until you find out what's valuable to them. So this is where you must uncover what they value. What are the values that led to this this disagreement because you've determined it was a disagreement based on values. And then as you are uncovering that Be open to the fact that there are both strengths and weaknesses to the values on on their point of view. Just be open to the fact that there are both strengths and weaknesses. Just as there are both strengths and weaknesses to your perspective, there are strengths and weaknesses to your idea as well. And the same thing is true for them. So as you're uncovering the value, their values, just understand that there are strengths and weaknesses. And then the third step is to give value to their values give value to their perspectives, give value to their point of view. And that really is the first fundamental step to the art and science of persuasion. And again, if you want to learn more on how to persuade, how to be able to step up to leadership and illustrate the value of what you have to bring, what do you do and what do you say after you've uncovered their values, then once again, I invite you to book a call and I look forward to seeing you on the inside.